Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The group People for Bikes has issued bikeability ratings for 163 large cities. Now, coming from the Motor City, I always feel like Chicago is pretty bikeable. So I assumed we probably did okay, right? Wrong. We ranked as the third worst. The study looks at how connected a city's bike network is and the safety measures they have in place. But my colleague Noah Jennings says the part of the analysis that really got us was speed limit. People for Bikes consider speed limits above 25 miles per hour as high stress areas. Chicago's speed limit is 30 miles per hour, which tanks its rating. Now, this may seem minor, but Noah spoke to a few experts who say a few miles per hour actually makes a difference. Rebecca Davies is the program director for People for Bikes rankings. She says risk increases when there's a mix of cars and bikes in urban spaces. And it's a life or death situation. When you have these different kinds of travel modes mixing, you need to have the speed set low enough that there's a very low likelihood of any kind of crash occurring. And if a crash does occur, the outcome are less likely to be fatal. According to Block Club, Chicago also got low scores for its accessibility of bike lanes to other transit hubs, recreational amenities, connectivity to core services, and getting to different neighborhoods. Mayor Brandon Johnson's recent transition report included a proposal that would reduce the speed limit to 20 miles per hour on arterial roads and 10 on residential roads. The Finance Committee on Chicago City Council made decisions on four cases yesterday. And the result? The committee agreed to pay nearly $8.5 million to settle lawsuits against the Chicago Police Department. My colleague Claudia Morrell is reporting on this. She says the settlements include nearly $5 million in a class action suit that alleged the police department maintained a routine policy of unconstitutional stops through its gang loitering law. The city agreed to revise its policy on investigatory stops as part of the settlement as well. This includes new procedures for documenting and tracking every stop to ensure it's justified. The settlements advance to the full council tomorrow. Chicagoans will have a chance this week to craft the city's multi-billion dollar budget. The first of several roundtable discussions is today at 6 o'clock at Malcolm X College on the near west side. Residents can tell city officials how they want to see areas like mental health, development, and community safety prioritized in next year's city budget. Additional opportunities to weigh in will be held on Thursday at Kennedy King College and Saturday at Harry S. Truman College. And a roundtable event for youth ages 13 to 24 will be held next week. The Biden administration and the Environmental Protection Agency have big goals for reducing vehicle emissions over the next several years. That includes adapting infrastructure to support more electric vehicles on the roads to reduce air pollution and greenhouse gas emissions. And in Illinois, farmers who grow corn and soybean for renewable fuels are resisting the administration's pro-EV message. Lauren Lurkins is with the Illinois Farm Bureau. She says relying on EVs for greenhouse gas reduction would reduce the demand for biofuels. 
if EPA could consider an all of the above, a technology neutral approach to GHG reductions, that would actually create opportunities for market-based solutions um, and innovation without picking sort of those winners and losers. Lurkin says she questions the logic of pushing production of more zero emissions vehicles when EV charging technology hasn't been fully built out. And before we get to weather, a few quick hits. Eight of the former Northwestern University football players who say they were subjected to hazing have retained lawyers for expected legal action against the school. The Chicago Tribune is reporting that they'll be represented by prominent attorney Ben Crump and the Chicago firm Levin and Perconti. The attorneys put out a news release saying they aim to expose, quote, rampant systemic abuse within collegiate sports, not just at Northwestern. In response, Northwestern spokesman John Yates released a statement saying that the university protects students, quote, with the utmost seriousness. And yesterday, Chicago Public Schools launched a new welcome center to help newly arrived immigrants enroll in school and access other services. It's located on the second floor of Clemente High School in Humboldt Park. Visits are by appointment only. Families need a referral from a government agency or a community-based group. CPS says it'll begin accepting referrals later this week. And an emergency evacuation slide fell off a United Airlines flight arriving at O'Hare yesterday. The Sun-Times is reporting the flight was coming from Switzerland and the slide landed in the backyard of a home on the northwest side. No injuries were reported and the Federal Aviation Administration is investigating. As for the weather, it's partly cloudy today with a high in the upper 70s near the lake, a little warmer out in the neighborhoods. And that's it for today on The Rundown. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.